0: All right, ready, in Hamash, Abba, Shalosh, Yeah, hey, yeah,
1: yeah, Me. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at?
0: Where my mom's at podcast. With Christina P. I'm here, I'm talking to Esoteric uh, of Zarface. His new album, Zartificial Intelligence, is out December 1st. ooh (laughs) Guess what I did last night? Guess what I do every night? I sleep on a sattva mattress. Why? Because I love this company. I love their service, but most importantly, I love their product. Uh, Because I love getting a huge king-size bed with high quality everything for a fraction of the cost. It really is just that good. You you place your order on sattva.com slash the shit. You go there for $200 off. Place your order for a, a brand new king size mattress. I recommend getting the Solaire because it vibrates. It lights up. It moves up. It moves down. It's the best. Order luxury firm. I love that one. The Lumen Leaf is outstanding. You're not going to pick a dud. Anyway, you hit click. You buy the mattress. Uh, immediately, somebody contacts you to set up delivery, and they even take away your old mattress for a nominal fee. It really is just that easy and just that special of a company. Um, Satva was literally—I I reached out to them a million years ago to sponsor your mom's house. That's how much I love them. Satva.com/slash/the-shit for two hundred dollars off. Wow. Wow. thank you for having me. I'm so pumped Appreciate you're here. It.
1: Oh, me too. Thrilled!
0: You're the coolest.
1: No, you're the coolest.
0: I love you, you so much. You dress
1: the coolest. You got the coolest glasses, coolest sweater. I did it for you, homie. Can I try those glasses on, or is that? Yeah. No, no. No, no.
0: These are yours. This, do
1: these, you want to put the
0: lipstick on too? Well,
1: I don't know if they. I, I would. I, do these have COVID all over them? or <laughs> are they? Are we good?
0: You're. You're convinced I have COVID. What well, if it's just a cold? I think. Uh, Ooh,
1: that's good. I, I think these work for me, actually.
0: Dude, those are really good on you. Yeah, oh, I feel you. like I just—it's a whole
1: new rapper identity. For well, them. I was trying on glasses earlier. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I think this is kind of. Yeah, this Modern. is this
0: is the whole new era for you.
1: I like it. I what like are you going to
0: call yourself? Um, you're still esoteric. I'm still
1: esoteric, but it's it's. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't believe there's no uh, there's no lenses in these things. Yeah, or they're very quaint. They're very, very subtle. 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 Oh they're, yeah. All right no. They're
0: called. Um, this is what Nadav we used to call them Jew broad glasses. Okay. And I wear them <laughs> if I don't want to do my eye makeup. Okay. So yeah. you're, you're wearing Jew broads. Well, okay. Uh is
1: <laughs> I uh <laughs> I so if I didn't want to do my makeup, I could just wear these. Yeah. yeah. I put on a little Cetaphil under my my eyes. Cetaphil. I, I think it's Cetaphil. I would I don't know. My wife my wife gave it to me. She's like, "Hey, put that under your eyes." And I said, "What are you what are you trying to say?" Is
0: that lotion or it's, Yeah, it's Cetaphil- like a little
1: white thing that you go you just go dot 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 sure. and I think you rub it in. I don't know. I but have, it's supposed to make me look younger.
0: Well, I am so amazed at how little men are taught to take care of their face
1: oh yeah i got she's always popping my blackheads and bra strips and stuff like that it's her favorite thing but like
0: why don't men like as a teenager that's when women really girls start to ramp up their facial care when they get acne like yeah. do boys just is this a, is this a culture where is that is that gay
1: it, it, are you it, sucking oh. dicks
0: if you're taking care of your face as a teenage boy
1: um I don't know about now um i i, <laughs> I feel like it I'm should be to encouraged. feel like how to, how to how to feel? I think it should be encouraged too, and I I do think that uh, sucking dicks is okay. It's I want to make I guess. that cool. Is it? That's clear. Yeah, not everyone's <laughs> into that, but I I uh, I I don't know. I I don't uh, I don't know. I I think it's an afterthought. I never really cared. I was self-conscious in high school when I had gigantic zits, and I didn't know how yeah. to handle them, and I didn't know how to manage them, and nobody taught me how to manage. So I had a moment with my son when I was trying to teach him how to properly pop a whitehead.
0: Ugh.
1: And uh, he just disregarded that. He doesn't care at all. Uh, he does it on his own. He'll come out with a giant fucking scar on his, you know. I'm like, oh, you could have just warmed that up a little bit, go in yeah. the steam room and just open those pores up. And then, you know, Ugh, you're ta- I'm
0: going to puke just listening to you talk about re- it. Uh,
1: the, all the shit that you you I'm going to make you puke. The stuff you show me oh. on, on YMH, oh, that's going to yeah. make you. I mean, puss is light work, I thought. For, yeah. ah.
0: All right, it's artificial intelligence. Let's yeah. talk about it. I can't wait to okay. hear this, mommy. What's the theme? what What was what was going on in your world?
1: Um, I think there's just um, a lot of uh, uncertainty in this world where everything's going. You know what I mean? Everyone's terrified of AI, and a lot of the artists and actors and entertainment industry mm. and writers are, or uh, you know, somewhat threatened. Some people are using it to their advantage. We are we are certainly not. I mean, unless my voice goes out and I lose my voice entirely, I can still write, and maybe the, you can kind of recreate a model for my my voice and right. i can continue to annoy people forever <laughs> but um so I, I it was just one of these things there was kind of a a layup so to speak for for czar face since we play we make a lot of play on words off czar face so you know i've noticed you've oh, managed
0: yeah. to do it for many albums i'm like yeah. how are they They're, gonna fit czar uh, into this <laughs> title well you know we get a lot of suggestions czar against us yeah
1: the odds are against us and and, and there, there are, you know, people suggest things to me. Um, and sometimes they're things I, I had never thought of and I get really mad. Re- and I, that's I, the worst, I, yeah. Right, and then I write back to them. And I say, oh, we already thought of that one. <laughs> we already cut that one yes. up. but we might bring it back.
0: That's yesterday's news, bitch. Yeah, yeah you know?
1: But some real, you know, low hanging fruit like Czar Wars kind of. Yeah. I had to get that out of the way early, but but Czar artificial intelligence is just kind of <laughs> it, <laughs> it was is an easy one. So, but you're
0: thinking about AI. You're thinking about yeah. the future on this album and, yeah. and the, the repercussions and what's that like? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's that's a, deep, bro.
1: It's well, you know, it's as deep as uh as we get on Czar Face Records. You know, I
0: I, mean, I think you guys are pretty deep. That's why I yeah. like you. I think oh, you're the thanks. most intelligent. Um, I mean, do I call you rappers? Is that cool? Rap, yeah. ra- are you a rap band? <laughs> Just like stand up to routines, we're, you guys are a rap band. We
1: are, uh, uh, yeah. We're we're a uh, hip hop outfit. I see a lot of people call us a super group, and that's kind Ooh, of oh, that's cool. It's, you are well because it's an amalgamation of. 7L and Esoteric and inspect the deck of Wu-Tang Clan so we formed like Voltron and now we're a super group called the Tsar <laughs>
0: Yeah, is that is that a transforming sound? That's pretty good. I know that because uh, you know, yeah. oh, okay. your music. You guys like all that stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, we do. You know, I, I, I grew up uh, with Transformers, G.I. Joe, Batman, Spider-Man. I, I, I was the only child and it didn't have any Same. friends yeah. and those are my friends. No, I did have friends through basketball and stuff like that But but when I was alone at home and my parents are like, Throwing dishes at each other and <laughs> fighting and yes. moving out and moving back in and all this kind of trauma. My yes. one, my one safety was uh, comic books yes. and my dog. Yes, those are the constants.
0: You know, it's interesting you say that because I just joined, of all things. I'm so mortified, but I don't care. I'll share. I joined like a. So a poor group online for people with CPTSD, which is what I've been diagnosed with, complex PTSD. Which oh. just means you had a fucked up childhood. Like, oh, okay. All right. But what they said was a lot of the times kids will adopt something they've seen on television, like a hero or like a TV show or something yeah. to help them cope. And that's actually what people will see PTSD do. But I adopted Pippi Longstocking. She was my hero. Oh, look at that. And I decided that I would rise above and and make make my orphan life fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, fuck that, I'm not an orphan. I'm like a super powered bitch and I can draw on the walls and I can, you know, <laughs> I can hang upside down and I can travel the seas and fight pirates. Fuck that. It's freedom.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I love it. That's, that's great. Well, thank
0: God for the comic yeah. books and stories. Yeah.
1: Just a little bit of escapism. You know, if I'm yeah. on my kitchen floor, I have these things that I can play with and build and then draw and create. And I was able to bring that into the music and marry those things and with Zarface it's a character that was inspired like by my son really to give him something to like a, his own superhero in a way That's right. You know because he was when we came up with Zarface he was about 3 or 4 and it was one of these things where he was with me all the time and I was trying to do music and he would not stop Mm. being a two three-year-old kid you know and they're they're very needy and we're very lucky to 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 experience this as parents it's just it's great and you want to get back to that but sometimes when you're living in it it gets (laughs) a little bit challenging but i said how can i how can i do this how can i uh keep him engaged with my work stuff because he's all over me and uh all the music we were writing i started referencing he's like what's what's the name of that song and i say oh that's the green lantern song what's this one it's the batman song and then this is zarface and zarface is your guy and tell me about zarface and and then he became a character that you know is the the uh you know the mascot for the group or the, the eddie iron maiden to us you know what i mean
0: that is so i had no idea that was the genesis of zarface yeah
1: i i i've been you know talking about it at comic cons and i usually stumble through the story i get a little choked up because thinking of him it's like i know and uh so every time i tell it there i kind of stumble through it i feel like i i finally have been able to articulate it without
0: completely falling (laughs) to pieces (laughs) yeah it's just you know
1: it's really uh you know uh inspect the deck coming from wu-tang and me and 7l from boston we just we needed some common ground too uh, other than the love of talking shit on the microphone, yeah, you know, so bringing in a lot of the things we both grew up with in different parts of uh, the East Coast, such as Iron Man and whoever that it was, you know, it worked out
0: definitely. Well, that's so good. I, I always think of um, I don't know if you know her, this woman, Marianne Williamson. She's like um, part of the self help movement, mm-hmm. and she always said she said this in a talk a long time ago. She's like. You know it's easy to go shallow in your work, but you always want to go deep. You always want to do another layer to your creative matter. Just yeah. go deep. Why not? Like yeah. you're there. You may as well fucking make it meaningful and and connect with people on a on an unconscious level, not just like because it is. I mean, I imagine in your in your world of rap music, it's like pussy, pussy, dick sucks. It bang is. bang! I'm the richest. I'm the best. And like, how I get it? It's cool. There's a place and time. But then you're like, okay, I'm bored. I don't yeah. want to hear it. Just about dick sucks and pussy licks. You know?
1: Absolutely. And there is there is if you have a 16 bar verse and and 15 of those bars are the cliche that you expect. It doesn't really interest. A lot of people. Yeah, it that's depends. True. You know, I mean, it all depends with, with an artist's delivery and his voice and everything. That could be very captivating in the right situation. You know what I mean? But for us, in the way that we write, we like to kind of reach out. It's like a playground where we can bring this in and bring that in and bring things you don't typically hear in rap songs. You know? Yeah, what I mean? that's why I like you guys because you're yeah.
0: deep and you're interesting. Oh, thank in, you. In, in a real fucking. Like a really cool way, man. Oh, and I think thank you, you guys are doing something that nobody, nobody is out there doing. And yeah. it's just so, it's interesting and it's fun. I and appreciate it's, that. it's not shallow bullshit. Yeah. Thanks. But also, you're a parent, which, like, and you love dogs, and I'm obsessed with dogs, too. I feel like dogs are life. Yeah. And uh, dogs are better, they're the best people.
1: Oh, they certainly are. Or they're the fuck, they, they're gifts. You can't, yeah. I can't even. Sometimes I was walking, uh, down, uh, what is it, Congress Street in Austin? Yeah. And there's just dogs everywhere. And they got these, they're walking these girls. And I feel like these girls, <laughs> I feel like the girls think I'm checking them out. I'm not looking at them, I'm looking at the dogs. I'm checking you, like dog. you know, you see a certain, you see like an yeah. Irish wolfhound, it's like Ooh. seeing a celebrity, you know? Ooh. It's like, that's wanna, your
0: celebrity dog.
1: There are a lot of there's the an Irish Wolf found, there's a Saint Bernard. Like you see oh, these Saint things. Bernard's
0: the celebrities. Yeah. You know which one is mine? I like what? the I like the Brussels Griffon. Oh, those are beautiful. Those are my Little favorites.
1: Guys. Little guys. They should be in the Star Wars universe. If yeah. you really look at their face yeah. walk. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's what I have. <laughs> yeah, right. I have one. Yes, I have yeah, one. Yeah, awesome. I'm obsessed with. So those, that's my celebrity dog breed. Okay, okay. Where I lose my mind when I meet a Brussels. Uh, uh, oh
1: yeah, that's I'm so, like that with Newfies, or it's like okay. a Wookiee at Chewbacca. So you see a uh, Newfoundland, and, and I I stop every time. And sometimes, if you know, if it's a girl that's attractive, I feel like. They think that this is. <laughs> it looks like I'm just trying to talk to them. but I don't give a shit. I'm already, you know, that that dog. ship is sailed. I want to talk to the dog. let well, bring up and,
0: Newfie. I want to see this Newfoundland. Newf- it's a Newfoundland shepherd. Yeah. Uh,
1: no, uh just New a Newfoundland dog. Uh, yeah. If it, if you bring up chocolate Newfoundland, you probably get a. Oh. You probably see a real Chewbacca looking dog and. Um, there's three different types. There's the black one, the chocolate one, and the Lanceer, which is the black and white one down there in the bottom. You
0: really are a dog enthusiast. Oh, uh, Kutia. Me? Kutyá yeah. 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 That's a Hungarian. Yeah, that's a... It's Kutia. That's a Hungarian. He knows the word. Right.
1: That's, uh... <laughs> yeah, right there. Yeah, see? That's a big oh, dog. Oh, they're beautiful. I have a couple in, uh, in our neighborhood and they just walk so slowly and controlled down the street. They're just lumbering like, uh... Uh, I always, when the when the guy who owns them walks by our house. I always walk out, and I keep doing the same lame joke of trying to offer one of our dogs in a trade. Holy <laughs> yeah. oh, and he's he, he the guy. It. Yeah, he does. No, he doesn't really lean into it. He's, just like, <laughs> he's like, "Here we go. We're gonna do this fucking <laughs> dance again." This
0: fucking guy. Yeah,
1: but I can't. Oh, I can't help myself. I just can't resist. I just got to go out and just have some type of a little vignette with the with the new. Why
0: can't you get one? Can you uh, get? One? We've got to, big dogs. Well, already. Why don't you? Uh,
1: you have Andrea's number. I'll get, I gotta get you Andrea's number. You <laughs> gotta persuade her. Your wife is great, yeah. by the way. Oh, she, uh, thank you. She. You is. guys
0: are the best couple. And I <laughs> love you. Guys you guys are the best couple. I love you. Oh,
1: I love you too. And can
0: I tell you so so let's talk about fatherhood because I okay. seldom get dads on the show. It's mostly male comics that are just degenerates who I love. Oh, uh, yeah. But yeah. Well, you know
1: I, <laughs> Yeah. I I have to I have to step up my degeneracy. No, you're you don't. You're okay.
0: good. You're good. That's why but that's why <laughs> I like you because you're not like pretending to be this like chaotic like fucking crazy. like yeah. you're not you're just you're you're a family guy and there's nothing wrong with being <laughs> a family person. So yeah, so so you guys what do you what's the, what's the hardest part about being a dad? Let's start there.
1: Uh right now I'd say watching uh my my son get older. Mm. He's 15 and uh you know He's not quite pulling away, but I'm seeing the flickers. Oh, you know what I mean? Get, seeing, I, it gives me anxiety. Yeah. I, want it. I mean, he's still uh, he's still there, um, you know, and he's still very present. We we walk one of our dogs every night around eight o'clock, and, and that's when he opens up, and we walk him around the block, and we'll do a couple laps, and that's when he tells me about his day and stuff like that. And you know, I'd like to give credit to Pepper for for always pushing us to go out. She's the vehicle for that, but. um You know, it's one of those things, as as you know, that two-year-old phase, the five-year-old phase, eight-year-old phase, 11-year-old phase, they're all very different, and they're all, you just, you hear it all the time, that it goes by so fast, and it's become a cliche that's really hard to uh, quantify, but it's so real, and that's why uh, we probably take too many pictures of the kids, but when they pop back up on the iPhone, you Mm. brought right back to that moment, and I just, oh, where is that guy? But where he is now, I couldn't be happier. Love the kid to death. And I, I would say that right now for me with him, that's the hardest part of parenting. With my daughter who's eight, the hardest part of parenting is uh, saying no to a play date.
0: Mm. <laughs> why, why is that? Why are you say no? Uh, just every day when
1: she gets out of school, she's just ready to rock. She is the most happy, go, where's the party at? Uh, very social very social and she she just every day after school she expects to go over one of the friends houses or to our house even though our house is boring (laughs) but um and I don't think our house is boring either in any way, shape, or form because one of our dogs, Pepper, is a lethal weapon. So it adds a, a bit of, you know, a dangerous element. Yeah. yeah. She could maul any one of the kids yeah. at any time. So Perfect. I don't think that's boring. Um,
0: but with the play date, I, I, I'm i opposed to the play date. Like you can't go to somebody's house, bro. Like I don't yeah. know these parents. Who are these fucking parents? Oh yeah. No, absolutely. Nah.
1: That's, that is, we're in a very fortunate position where. We've met all the parents and it actually formed very, very good friendships with them, okay. which are very valuable very, to us. It, like the kids relationships, where they are, where they're rooted and our friendships with the parents. It's just, it's just this thing that you never saw coming in life before you had kids.
0: So this is good. So, so what you're telling me is my fear of pe- <laughs> um
1: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I don't, I'm very, I, I, I would say that I'm, very vigilant in terms of that, like, uh, oh, or, 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 or should I? No, I'm not very vigilant. Like I'm carrying around a rifle, but I'm I'm very aware of where my kids are, what they're mm. doing, um, and who they're with. And I feel like I have a pretty strong grip on that, and I'm in tune with them. Hundred percent of the time, I feel, and my wife is too. We're always, like, hey, how'd it go? Where'd you do? It? Da da da. Good. You can talk to us. Do we I mean, I think we really. I don't know. I, I, so I, I don't think there's a there's a, a an un, unhealthy amount of fear of that. Of course, you want to be super conscious of that and cognizant that it's a very real thing. Oh. But, but uh, I know that my daughter Allie, <sighs> she could. She I mean, she almost knocked me out the other day. So I think she could defend herself pretty go, well. Go. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like that's one of those things that uh, we like our base where we are. You know,
0: good because let me tell you, I signed up. My kid goes to school. Or if you want to be a parent that like drives for the field trips or whatever, you have yeah. to go through a program where you learn about. I was so traumatized by this presentation because it was like, yeah, this this it was this is so awful. I'm just gonna say it because I want parents to hear this. Mm-hmm. This one family told a story of how it's always a friend of the family a male friend a guy Mm. who the coach or the single guy friend who's just always hanging out hey Kate and and it's Pete and Pete will hey I'll I'll babysit the kids for you or I'll pick up your kids from school yeah that's the guy you got to worry about is fucking friendly Pete that wants to help out the single mom that guy's the one who's trying to get with your kids man
1: right fuck Pete
0: fuck Pete
1: seriously that's
0: what I'm saying so like
1: I, I uh I've been through a similar training I, I coach yeah I, I coach my daughter's <laughs> soccer team and it is it is like I'm applying to coach for the US national team it really is <laughs> good I mean oh no it's great good they're very thorough but the things you have to watch uh and the unsettling things you have to watch oh, is a- akin to your mom's house <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's, it's your, the heavy yeah, segment well, yeah, for parents. He, yeah, I know. It's, it's, you're like, don't make me fucking live this. Well,
1: yeah. So you're sitting there and you're, you're going through a program that's teaching God. you what to do in case if a kid collapses for unknown reason, concussion. Oh. Okay. This is very tr- scary and stuff. And then it gets into the creepy stuff. What do you do? Who do you call? Do you call the, the feds first? Do you call the cops first? Do you tell other people? You know, and it's a, I'm When I'm out there on the field, I'm very. The opposite of Hansy. Yeah. I don't. I don't go. You know what I mean. I don't even address the girls as girl. I'm like, come on, kids, let's go, kids. I'm, I, I oh, feel like I'm always very much. Do you a, do you
0: have I, to non-gender? <laughs> I no, I don't. No,
1: I. I would say. I mean, some girls. I'm like, get over here, bitch. But I, I I'm not gonna. <laughs> you know, Give them a little taste. Uh, yeah, your mom's a fucking bitch. Yeah. Gonna, uh, no, no. Um. A, a lot of the times, I just feel like kids. They're all still kids. You know what no, I mean? Yeah. So it's like. Uh, you know, I, sometimes I coach with guys and they're like, ladies, come over here. And I'm like, no. Hey, I feel like they're calling out a stripper or something. You know ladies. what I mean? Ladies. Yeah. Let's I welcome to Crystal to the stage. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, we're just having her play goalie, you know? Uh, uh,
0: I hated being called ladies. Cause I went to an all girls Catholic school and then yeah. I'm like, you don't know what fucking wild dogs we really are. Because when you put a girl with other girls, actually... If I might make a recommendation, if there is an all-girls school in your oh. neighborhood, yeah. send your daughter, man, because okay. it's so good for girls to be with just other girls in those years where the pressure with boys is so high. Yeah. And that's when a girl's self-esteem really takes a shit is like ninth grade through 12th. Tw- even before, I think it starts in like 6th, 7th grade with that yeah. boy pressure. But if you remove that, yeah. you're free. And I, I just felt so liberated because i was just being myself i didn't have to like impress anybody i mm. could i wore a uniform and okay. i think it really created the Mental patients that I am today. Oh,
1: well, that's it's a blessing that you're on this planet in yeah. the way you are, so it, yeah, it worked out, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's you, you might be right because, uh, you know, my daughter has has her friends over every once in a while, and they're all great in different ways, you know Uh-oh. what I mean?
0: That's, but there are a couple of great, <laughs> a couple of whores <laughs> no, in training, no, a couple no. little tramps, yeah. No,
1: well, they're cut, you know, they're all eight, and you know, and and one of them, you is, can tell already is, it's, it's going to be a whore. It, no, no, no. I, 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 can't. I, well, you know, one of them, you know, is mentioning Ryan Gosling's abs and his six pack, and that's
0: my kind of girl. I okay. love Ryan
1: Gosling. Oh, oh well, I, I love him too. He's but so hot, he's, he's fire. I'm telling you, my wife loves Ryan Gosling. Uh, really? I, oh, god, uh, with easy. the nope, the notebook. You know,
0: I watch it on loop when Tom's out of town. Do you really? I just diddle skittle to I try, <laughs> Ryan Gosling.
1: I try to, to get my six pack going, and uh. I'm only kidding. I'm a far, uh, <laughs> but I mean, that's what I think about when I think of Ryan Gosling. But yeah, b- back to uh, yeah, but
0: back to your Lisa. Your your she'll go. Her name will be
1: Lisa. Mm. Um, yeah, just talking about that, and I said six pack because mm. I didn't. You know, Allie is, uh, in my opinion, Allie's hasn't had a uh, doesn't know what a six pack is or hasn't been taught to by the social mores to value a six pack or anything like that. I, so I just said to them all, I said six, What's a six pack? And then Allie, my daughter, uh, she said, you just don't know how to do girl talk. And they all (gasps) walked away. (laughs) (laughs) Or you don't know girl talk and walked away. And I was like, all right, that seems foolish enough. You know, maybe she doesn't know either. But, you know, right now she has like Addison Wells, uh, Meg Donnelly from Zombies on her wall. And, you know, those type of things. When those get replaced with... um, I don't know, whoever, the, uh, Ryan Gosling, for, he's for instance. He's so He's dreaming, or a fucking Tom Segura or something.
0: <laughs> Never. <We're> g- <laughs> Does anybody ever put comedians on their walls? I don't know. No way. I don't know. He's Maybe just, Matt Reif.
1: Matt Reif. He's the first one. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, I know I'm I. i uh, I'm blessed in that I'm raising boys because I think with girls it would be too charged for me because I'm... I'm I've worked so hard to get myself out of the matrix very early, and mm-hmm. I think being in Catholic school, all girls school, was really rad that way because they they teach you there like you're not a fucking sex object, you're not anybody's, yeah. you're you, and you're like what? I can be myself. I don't have to. I can ignore society. Yeah, that's a construct. It's just da da da, and yeah I, I mean ha- but then again like girls like girly stuff too like like Barbie right that's would be a great example of like yes. girls like pink and fucking some inherently like this kind of stuff you
1: know what my daughter's favorite color right now is lavender
0: oh yeah I don't like yeah, that.
1: loves lavender and she's anti-pink oh yeah which is I don't know what that means for our future she's probably lesbian she, maybe Yeah, no, yeah,
0: maybe (laughs) you should start her on hormone blockers. What are you doing? It's child abuse at this point,
1: (laughs) yeah. Um, whatever she's up for, but I I think that Barbie she liked the Barbie movie, and Barbie's pretty pink centric, right? Oh, very, very, yeah. So, I think I do think that's going to be the theme for her birthday party, which is uh, which might lend itself to a lot of pink around the house. Wow, yeah,
0: so Um, charged for me because you're like. You want, you, you want to give little girls what they like and then you're like, yeah, but in society, it's such a dance we we dance as women if you are, you know, you have to be attractive but not slutty attractive. You have mm. to be young but not too young, old but not too, it's a, there's just so many lines. Yeah. I it's think, really well, interesting.
1: I think the, the one thing that you might maybe, I would think that a lot of people might overthink that do you know what I mean? If they're yeah. looking to appeal to somebody else, they might be focused on the wrong things. If yeah. you're
0: looking to appeal to, somebody, you mean girl, little girl, young teenagers?
1: Oh yeah, I, I th- yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, that,
0: but that's the teenage girl brain. Is like, right. I want to be attractive. I want everyone to like me. Yeah. I want to be popular.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. It's terrible. Absolutely. It's a tough time. And, and uh, my son, who's a freshman now, you know, he's first. This is the first time I've seen him like look in the mirror. You know what I mean? He's like starting to comb his hair and shit like that. Like eighth grade, he didn't give a fuck.
0: Yeah. He didn't give
1: a fuck. Yeah. And now he's, uh, I can tell he's thinking about something. He's thinking about his appearance, which is good. Taking a lot of showers and wearing my clothes to school. And um, it's great. That's but, crazy. But you just have to emphasize uh, what's important. You know, I think I've yeah. s- I spent a lot of my life. Uh, Valuing material things, you know what I mean. Really, and I did. Yeah. Wait,
0: are you serious? It's so yeah. funny because I, listening to your lyrics, yeah, always assume you're very anti-materialist.
1: Yeah, I, I think at the, in real life I am. Do you know what I mean? But I, it, it, when some things that you were into back in the day, they're just things that stick with you, and that you know, I know that like yesterday, um, you had the Burberry shirt on. You, you said know? that what? What brand? Uh, Burberry. Uh, Burberry. Burberry 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 everyone from the East Coast
0: says Burberry
1: <laughs> and you know I said that I was, I was wearing yeah. the Burberry pants in on one of our old albums Love. and we had a little a, a little uh, what would you call it a connection yeah. uh, about Burberry but Burberry is expensive it's and, it's and it's uh, you know in the big scheme of things I don't know what it's not really doesn't mean too much right
0: no it's interesting because there's this um, there's this guy Baudrillard this philosopher and he talks about brands and what they mean and why do we gravitate towards a brand? It's mm-hmm. because a brand is an identifier and it lets other people know your values, right? Yeah. So, for instance, I like Burberry. Yeah. I like the. I actually just like the stripes and I like how uptight it looks. It reminds me of Catholic school. Okay. But it also <laughs> is part of the low the chabs of London. Yeah. And in England, they're lower class. They're white trash and they love wearing. Burberry, Burberry yeah. and it makes me—I—I I le- I want to identify with the Chav. I don't know why, but I like that.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. Everyone is—you <laughs> know—it's it, a certain thing. Like sometimes, oh. you know, you see a real dope pair of sneakers Ooh. on somebody, and you think—you're supposed to think that guy knows what time it is. That guy can yeah. dress. But a lot of the times lately, you think that's the type of maniac that's going to wait in the line for fucking two hours mm-hmm. around the exactly block to, to buy think. the sneaker because yeah. they're, they're obsessive about collecting the sneaker. So that's a different type of mentality than, than so someone true. that would just effortlessly have the sneakers because they are in the right places at the right times and they're gifted to them or something. So it's, I don't know, it's a tough, tough world to, to navigate, especially like before a show, I'm always like thinking about what hat I'm going to wear and what this and da, da, da. But if I'm picking up my kid at the school... I look like, uh, you know, a real asshole. Yeah, I look I like a garbage person yeah. most of the time. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's probably when I'm I'm most comfortable. You know, as <laughs> uh, a garbage man. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean just like the appearance. Like sometimes I'll show up at school and I look like I want a battle, and people yeah. are like, "What the fuck is this guy?" Yeah. And, and sometimes I'm just rolling out of bed and I'm just, you know, picking up. But it's it's just, uh, I don't know. It's just the way it's just the way my closet is. Yeah, you know.
0: But how cool we get to play with uh, how we look and. And I, it, it's, it's something I started doing during the pandemic when I was bored at home is I started to really pay attention to how I dress uh-huh. and that's how I got into fashion and stuff. I was like, oh. Oh, all right. So
1: you've only been into fashion since 2020.
0: Seriously. Well, oh. I liked goth stuff. So I wore black for yeah, like my right. whole life, you know? Yeah. And then, uh, and the Adidas track suits. I love Adidas. I was going
1: to say, I saw you in those a lot before. Of course. Yeah.
0: Well, I even dressed this is Olga from Ukraine. Yeah. She, I, I custom made <laughs> this Adidas track suit. This is this is old school hip hop. Absolutely, this is the the genesis. genesis. Yes, yeah.
1: absolutely. And and yeah. I didn't know that was custom.
0: Of course, this oh, cost wow. me. Uh, Dmx cost half a million. <laughs> this is ten thousand dollars to get a raccoon. I uh, Adidas tracksuit. I mate. believe that. Yeah,
1: I believe that. You can get a lot of um, custom made clothes for Barbies online. Seriously, and, and Mego action figures. Yeah, there's a there's a market for everything. So you you can find someone that will actually sew you a little suit to go on a particular Barbie. A it, tiny suit. A Barbie-sized suit, wow. which is not uh, the ideal, uh, not not the body type that every woman should have. That's or, not true. Aim for. Well, no, no,
0: no, no. Don't you get on me about this? Don't you fucking? Don't you get into fat I, pride listen, with me? Listen, I discussed on this. this. I, don't you get me on this fat shit?
1: I talk to my partner about this Your a part- lot, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> no okay so so what do you to, and your
0: partner so talk yeah. to me what do you what do you guys feel about fat models and that's, stuff
1: that's my wife i i like uh i, I like uh i like all women
0: oh stop yeah, what stop with that horse shit no you don't I, I, all of them no no
1: not all of big them. big fatzos no 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 i mean everyone's attracted to different things but i mean i think there's a lot of guys that i know that that find a lot of value in... Um,
0: There's five guys that like fat models. Five. You go
1: to five guys. Yeah. Uh, cur- like curvy girls. <laughs> <laughs> curvy girls, I, I mean, that's... I think okay, that's,
0: There's a, that's a minority, I have to okay. say. I, I really think the, the minority... I don't know, though. Maybe we should take a dick poll. I oh, a
1: dick poll. Figure out what makes your dicks hard. Oh, yeah. I, I, I mean ask tom i I don't know i (laughs) i I just you know anytime i'm looking at anytime i find a girl attractive uh, i just say jesus looks just like my wife yeah you know i'm on uh porn hub i say what the fuck this is my wife this looks just like my wife every time
0: yeah yeah, yeah she's hey you masturbate to your wife everybody every guy out there does they just love that well god but yeah, don't mean, you find it gets easy like the older you get and the longer you're married you're like it's not even an option like I I, I honestly and I'm not better holier than now but when I see people having affairs when they have families I'm yeah. like how the fuck are you doing this bro like how A how do you have the time Yeah. and B like where are your priorities
1: yeah there's a lot to be said about, about that absolutely you're sta- it's crazy you're not only stabbing your, your wife in the back you're stabbing your kids in the back And you know that's that's how i look at yeah they're
0: fucked absolutely you fuck your kids so bad
1: absolutely i grew up around two parents that were having affairs all the time and i'd answer the phone for my my mom's uh boyfriend and i didn't know what was what you know because you know it's just rotary phones back then so it was just like the house phone you know so
0: hold on so your parents lived together and they would have separate affairs and then the guy would call the house and little baby so yeah Hi hi. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. is your mom there?
1: Yeah. And this then, guy named Tommy. And uh, it, it, uh no, I'm not kidding. His name is Tommy too. Um uh <sighs> and, and uh yeah, I would do that a lot. I never And I, you
0: and did your mom know that you knew? Were you yeah, I don't asked think she
1: cared to cover or something? I don't think she cared because I'd relay the message and we just continue because as far as I knew, you know, Tommy could have been a coworker. You know, she she worked like three jobs pretty much she, she was a a mental health counselor a teacher and um a teacher at a couple different places so she was out all the time she was working from seven at night to 11 uh seven in the morning to 11 at night pretty much two different jobs And as far as i know you know what Jesus. i mean but there was there was just a situation you know where my, my dad would move out be in an apartment and she would be we would be in a, a house that we rented and and then Eventually he'd come back, and who knows all the shit that they, that they're discussing over my head. But I'm kind of just living in it. You know, and what you're I mean? an only child. Too? Only child. She, yeah, that
0: that's what that's what fucks it even more. Yeah, over. yeah, it was yeah.
1: tough. So it just, I think, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't uh, really talk about it too much. But it's it's something that now that my dad's passed away, and my mom is in a, a memory care unit now, so she's she's uh, you know suffering from Alzheimer's and dementia, and, and really you know so it's lately i've been i've been speaking to people about it more more openly because i'm not i don't have any fear of hurting them yeah and outing their business in a way sure. cuz that's a generation that's kind of go, going away you know like i yeah. just started talking about it to a couple of friends like a couple weeks ago and i couldn't believe it was coming out like only my wife and a few of my friends know that that situation you know and the kids i grew up with but it was just this thing that i said well my dad's gone now and, and who was really, I was really, really, really close with. And my you mom. You were close with your father? Super close. So yeah. hold
0: on. So, but he was having affairs as well. And he,
1: he he did have an affair, and he made it a point to take me out to a this place called the Pleasant Cafe in Rosendale, which is a, a suburb of Boston or a borough of Boston. We sat down, and he told me all about it. How and, old are you? Uh, oh, th- I was probably in my 20s at that time and we sat down and and we'd go there a lot like back in the day when I was a little kid and we went there then and I just thought it was weird that he was bringing me there for that or that he was he's like let's go out to eat we'll go to the pleasant I said okay great pizza and then he just kind of laid it all out on me and I felt like that's something he had to get off his chest which was took a lot for him and you know the more I reflect on it I'm like wow I would never want to have to tell my kids that and I haven't done anything like that thankfully so the right girl has not come along but um (laughs)
0: Uh, oh, can you imagine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so so hold on. So you're 20 years old or so, 20 year, and then he sits you down and what does he tell you? Uh well, he
1: just, you know, laid it out on the line that you know, he uh he had an affair with uh this woman and they went to Las Vegas and Wait, Who's the know, woman? Oh, I don't I don't I don't know the woman. I never met the woman. I she was probably, you know, Maybe worth doing it with, I imagine. At that she time, hot? I don't know. I mean, she I, big tits, I, little tits. I, yeah, he I, didn't I, tell I, you <laughs> the
0: good stuff, huh? <laughs> no, no, we, we should got a nice guy.
1: <laughs> we didn't <never laughs> What made his dick hard? We, we all need know. to know. Oh, well, uh, the God. A, well, okay. Well, uh, the A team, uh, we had, <laughs> but it's <laughs> Yeah, not the TV show, but it was a, it was a. I remember discovering the VHS tape.
0: Oh, it really is a pornography. It's the a, A-team. yeah, the
1: A team, and it was the anal team. You know, oh. was, you know I was, I came home after school one day, God. and I, I put it in the VHS, put it in the VCR, and I just thought it was the A team. Yeah, I put it in the VCR, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and I was, uh,
0: how old know, are you then?
1: Uh I was probably. Probably 11 or 12. Oh, my maybe, God. You know, and it was just straight. I mean, it was as graphic as you could get. Um, you know, it wasn't in 4K or anything. Cause, but it, <laughs> it certainly lives in 4K in my brain. Oh, of course. Um,
0: you know what's so funny you say that? Because I stumbled on a magazine my dad had in his bedside drawer when I was about Ellis's age, seven. Okay. And the image is, I can see it right now. Just, it's it's a woman's vag. God, I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud. I'm so traumatized, but I'll share it with you guys because it's gross. And and she, it had she had like a, a string of pearls coming out of her meow, okay. out of the hole. And I was like, wait, why is this happening? Why is oh, she putting this boy. in her pussy? And like, I cut my. It expl- I think it explodes your brain yeah. when you see pornography too early. It's mm-hmm. it's it's too much for a kid. Yeah. To, to even process so you're processing like affairs and comings, and your dad gets kicked out so what yeah. your dad has affair? did your mother find out and then kick him out of the house i
1: think that's what happened yeah, yeah. but smart. but they had a very like there was a lot of times where and I, this might sound like cartoon violence but it's true i mean she would she would beat him with a with a racket and of course and uh, and, uh one time she was jumped on the hood of, my dad took took me to get out of the fighting and, and she jumped on the hood of the car my dad was driving down the street with her on the hood of the car. And I'm Hilarious, in the passenger, 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 <laughs> hilarious now. Like a movie. No, hilarious it's like now. fucking. But she's on the hood of the car, you know? And then, you know, he hits the brake and she falls over and then he drives over her and then he backs up <laughs> and and that's, no, I'm only kidding about that oh, part. okay, I was
0: like, she lived? <laughs> no, no, no. She, you're like, but, she's paralyzed now.
1: Yeah, you wanted that footage for the heavy seven <laughs> Um, but you know, eventually he stopped the car. She got off the the hood and it, you know, a lot of it's blocked out, but I saw a lot of crazy shit, which, you know, I think I'm, I'm very lucky to, to have maintained uh, a healthy, uh, marriages, I guess, as healthy yes. as as we can ask for. You know, and I'm not saying it's perfect, but I'm very, uh, and I think my wife considered. My wife's very lucky. No, uh, she's I very think, uh, beautiful oh, too. Oh, she, she, oh yeah, no, I'm way out. She, she's way out of my she's league.
0: She's <laughs> so hot, dude.
1: <laughs> oh, she, <laughs> God damn. Uh, I uh, I don't know what it is, but um, but but I don't you
0: think that cuz you and I come from so much drama growing up and we were only children which makes it even worse cuz you don't yeah. have anybody to validate the insanity that goes on around you yeah. you know my mother yeah. now that I'm I'm finally starting to remember and I've repressed a lot of stuff cuz it was yeah. so traumatic my mother was schizophrenic my whole oh, life yeah. but I didn't I didn't really put it together until she died and I got to see the writings and all the crazy. And now I'm remembering like, oh yeah, this was a psychosis she would get into when this would happen or, and so I think, but, but the reason I think you and I both value our families and our marriage because we had so little growing up. It's so little emotional love and support. It's like, God damn it. If I'm not going to make this fucking work.
1: Absolutely. I'm not
0: fucking this up. I love you. We're doing this. Yeah.
1: perfect you said it perfectly right? you couldn't say it any better i remember being on the the, the porch of my apartment one of the first times it's not the first time but within the first few months of hanging out with with my wife way before we were dating and i just opened up about all that stuff and we just talked about growing up and what it was like and 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 we both connected on Oof. you know some some just family issues growing up and i think it was we along the way we kind of decided that we want to stay as far away from that type of shit as we can oh my god and uh so we we work on on stuff and i think we're flexible and and things have been very lucky so far but, right i mean i don't know she could be banging someone right now but i, <laughs> <laughs> I doubt no. That. No, no, she's too no, busy no she, yeah she is. she's, she's yeah. got you
0: guys have a good life she ain't doing that no. Yeah, I think. Uh, <laughs> oh, so I, crazy. Uh, you know, my I,
1: I learned a lot about my mom too when I was cleaning out her apartment and everything, and all the prescription bottles and. The, and now I, I have to do all her medication and everything and kind of manage that situation. Fuck. So I learned. I mean, she just had more pills than I. I, I don't know. What more. is she?
0: Is she on drug? Like, is she recreational or is it?
1: Oh no, no, it's all all uh, pharmaceutical stuff. You know, an, antipsychotics. And, oh, cool. And uh, you know, just just there are so many things that I can't pronounce in so many different, (laughs) so many different combinations.
0: and Zazamans. All that stuff.
1: Yeah. Zoster bones. You know, she was in one place for uh, two months and she assaulted somebody in there. And so we had to go through all the med list and see what, what created this. And now she's in a a new place and you know, I, I love her of course, but, uh, it, it has not been an easy road. Um, uh lately. But you know, it's it's my mom and, 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 and she's she's great. I was, you know, a lot closer with my dad growing up though. Sounds like it. Um he was uh ironically he was just around more, you know. But she was working. You know, she was working. Uh and and you can't uh you know falter for that, but uh I, I I don't know. I'm just uh how about the Patriots? You watch the
0: Patriots <laughs> <laughs> uh, No, listen, I Okay, so like everything you're saying, I think Gen X grew up with these selfish boomer parents. Or or my parents were traumatized from war, from being in Eastern Europe and communism and all this shit. I don't know, were your parents immigrants?
1: Uh, No, my dad was from Dorchester. My mother was from Arlington. Those are both places really close to Boston, boroughs of Boston. So no, I think their grandparents... No, nope, their grandparents, uh, like my grandparents. I didn't really know my. I knew one of my grandparents, but um, I don't know. My dad didn't have a father. Uh, there like, you go. There was no father in his life, so I think he made it important to be a good father to me uh, in most aspects. Besides bringing me to the dog track all the time. Oh, you up, got to, to bet go. On dogs. <laughs> I, I, oh, yeah. That's I, why you love dogs. I, I'm telling you, hey, that's why. Sparked
0: <laughs> your love of the new, the I grew up at this place, the,
1: the Seab- Seabrook Dog Track. I go there all the time. <laughs> And I remember one time he let me bet on the dogs, and I won 70 bucks on a dog named Paul's Friend. Okay. And, uh, it's it's uh, I'll never forget it. You know, seventy dollars at it's that like age. Oh, I was like, holy shit, seventy dollars. You know, and, and um, that was probably wasn't a good uh role modeling bring, bringing me there. But no, I do. I definitely I love 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 dogs big time. And
0: isn't that funny though? Like when your parents, especially dads, will take you to do bad shit. Like I grew yeah. up in bars and like clubs with my dad, and yeah. I, I went to um race a lot with him. and okay. casinos yeah. and yeah. bad places. Yeah. You feel so special and chosen. When you're a little kid, oh
1: yeah, when you're in there, yeah,
0: you're like, God, this is so cool. Like, yeah. I can't believe I'm so grown up. You know? Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, he had a part-time job at a liquor store too, so I would be at the <laughs> liquor store, you know, and, and I, I, you know, I would just smell all of this beer heaven. and everything. <laughs> well, it wasn't heaven to me then. <laughs> I was just like, what this fucking smell? But I had to be there because yeah. no, nobody could watch me because my mother was at work or whatever. So you know, he he was an English teacher, and then he had a part-time job at the liquor store afterwards. So I would just sit Jesus. in the liquor store and, and read. uh Batman or Spider Man, and
0: isn't that cool though? But but you it, look at it from, but I'm but see now I'm I'm pulling back the lens and yeah. going, okay, that makes sense because this guy is like, you're so kind of real and you're so like grounded and you're so. I, I can see the dots now in oh. your art. Oh yeah. Do you know oh, what I yeah. mean? Where you go sure. like, oh well, that makes sense. That's how you get to talk to all kinds of people. You probably talked to all kinds of motherfuckers in a liquor store. Oh, yeah. Growing up, you <laughs> know, like
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There was one right? guy that was, one guy that was one of his former classmates that gave me a dollar. He gave me his last dollar and gave it to me. And my dad would not stop talking about how great this guy was because he get, he stopped and gave me a dollar and he was always like that's a good guy I don't know why this is even popping in my head right now his name was Paul Rideout and he's hopefully he's still alive but yeah it was just these moments that you remember a lot of my life is a blur but there are certain things that stick out and I can recall which I'm very grateful for you know you want to have these memories don't you don't you envy people that can recall these things that (sighs) that, you know the other day George 7L was telling me about this time one of the guys from Onyx came up to me back in 1995 and like commented on my polo sweater I was like yo that shit is dope (laughs) and we were at the same radio station he's like this guy uh Fredro from Onyx he's like yo that shirt is dope Yeah, that sweat is dope and i was like i don't remember it at all But george tells me I'm like then that would have meant so much to me yeah. <laughs> that's all i wanted then and i don't yeah. remember it you know and it's know. where is that memory anyway
0: i have bad memory too and i think a lot of it is trauma and that's what my shrink tells me like okay. there're just holes in your brain yeah. from you from having to dissociate as a child like it's just it just is your yeah. brain is so. When you get into therapy, the the thought is that you go back and you sew up around these holes and you make a narrative and a story that makes sense, so that you're not like I don't know if you fall into dissociative episodes or flashbacks or get I, dark and weird, but
1: um, I I feel like I've had things that I can you know uh, qualify as that, but I don't know they've never actually been diagnosed. But there are times where I come out of my head and I'm just like. You know, yeah. Where was I for yeah. the last? Where was I? Yeah, yeah. Fucking
0: day or two, and, yeah. And something can trigger it, and you're just like you, you go into another place. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. I mean, it takes a long time to get to get in there with therapy and and just remembering. It's very tough.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: gnarly, but then you have kids on top of it, and like that kind of scrambles your brains a lot, too, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. They, uh, just I,
0: the dayness of it. Like, I go, what time is it? I gotta go pick up this motherfucker at this time, and then this, and then we got that thing to do. Yeah, like, and it
1: becomes a routine. I mean, sometimes yeah. picking up my daughter at school is that's like my social hour, you know? It's like <laughs> my break from work. Like, I'll work in yeah. the studio. At one point, then uh, you know, three o'clock. I gotta go go pick her up, and I'm like, oh, gee, I gotta put some clothes on to go yeah. you go. You know, and, and then it's I wind up chatting with the other parents and talking about the kids, and it's it's cathartic for uh, half an hour to kind of get that social time. If you're isolated working on stuff, I don't know.
0: So, are they like your dad's the coolest?
1: Um, I they're
0: like, did you know the fucking like that dad, his dad's a rapper?
1: Um, I don't know if they. Th- think it's the coolest but they know you know i don't, <laughs> don't want to say that I, you know they never really you know sometimes a couple of ali's friends will sing one of our songs and I, I you know i'm like that's and i i look at ali and ali you know ali will ask alexa to play a song that she's on you know she does Aww. a little thing with her voice and she'll she'll call it she'll play you know some song from dua lipa and then she'll play as our face song because her voice is on it and it's just it's like uh I don't know. I don't know how she processes that. As if it's impressive. I know that if I was her age and I was doing that, like I'd be like, "Holy shit!" You yeah,
0: know? I'd shit my pants. Yeah,
1: yeah. And and my son, uh, you know, he'll wear like a Wu Tang hoodie to school or a Face hoodie to school and a MF Doom hoodie. And, and kids so will ask cool. him, and he'll come back. And he comes home and he's playing uh, New York State of Mind or or a um, uh, Doom track on the piano or the guitar. So he plays the piano and the guitar. Just you know, he's learning, but he. He plays these things, and I'll I'll listen, and I'll come in, and I'll be like, "What's that?" You know, and then he'll teach me how to play it, and I'm like, "My son is teaching me how to play these songs that I grew up on." Wow, that's and it's cool. just because you know I just I'm just do, I write and I rap and I don't play instruments, typical rapper, and uh, but he's learning these songs, and he's showing me how to play songs that helped me so much during my coming of age in a way oh that's so, it's so like, cool I started talking about this rapper Guru from Boston from Gangstar
0: oh Guru from Premiere listen yes absolutely I think Tom yeah, yes about, absolutely yeah.
1: so I started we were driving uh, a couple weeks ago because he's get, Xavier is getting into this stuff now and having questions and stuff and asking about certain people and I started talking about him and he's he's gone now rest in peace Guru and I started choking up because of how much Guru meant to me and I'm passing on that things about guru to my son and I was like I, I don't want him my son to see me cry so I can't uh, I can't I'm get through cry. it. It's just oh. a weird thing, you know? Yeah. And then in so Bismarcky, cool. who passed away, oh, who was such a him. such an icon to me, but he was also on Yo Gabba Gabba, which oh. my son grew up watching. Oh, that's and so we, cool. And we got to see him live. And we saw. So when my son was probably five or six, we went in, in, into Boston to see Biz Marquee and Yo Gabba Gabba, and Biz Marquee and Cool V are on stage performing Biz's Beat of the Day and doing the beatbox. And I'm like, "This is one of my heroes." Uh, and Xavier's looking at him I'm like, "This is one of my heroes." Uh, and, and there's just there are little connections there that I have a tough time like manning my way through and just being really stoic for. I I, I give in to these these feelings like. Wow, this is a moment that's like, you know, yeah. and having kids, you know, a lot of my, not all of my closest friends, but some of my closest friends have no children, and it's by choice, yeah. and some of my closest friends can't see their kids as often as they'd like, and I, I really sympathize, empathize with them for that, because sometimes I w- w- wish my friends could, because ex- I'm so close with them, could experience what it's like to yeah, have this. And, a moment You know, for and, sure. And I'm sure... They wish that I could experience what it's like to go out for a drink whenever I <laughs> <laughs> or, or get out of the house. But but it, it's one of these things where I think about a couple of the guys, and I think, geez, I wonder what their kid would be like at fifteen, and if they know oh. know these things that run through my veins when I when I start talking about my son, you know? Yeah. Oh, you know, my. or Allie, and, and it's just one of the. I don't know. It's one of these things that's just a big part of my life.
0: Of course. Yeah. Of course, I love that. I know I always, um, when I'm alone with the kids in the car, I always make sure to educate them on mom's cool music. Oh yeah, not, yeah, 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 Not Tom's cool music because <laughs> Tom and mommy are vastly different. As you can see, I'm the dark side of the force. Yeah, yeah. And I'm always like, this is Bauhaus, this is The Clash. Oh yeah. This is the most important band in the world, The Clash, C-L-A-S-H, boys, London calling. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll, I'll like try to, and so now they they like a certain they like some of the songs that I like. Oh, the other day I got the five year old to sing "Rock the Casbah." Oh, um, that's my favorite song of all time. Rock the Casbah. Oh, yeah, that's great. And so I was like, okay, do you know what the song's about? Yeah. yeah. And there's this great podcast on Spotify. Fuck, sorry, I can't. Uh, who's in? Um, I'm sorry, Public Enemy. Yeah. Chuck D. It's Chuck D. Narrates. Yeah. And it's about the the parallels between Public Enemy and The Clash mm. and how rap and punk rock have... It's a similar... Same shit, different toilet, right? It's all yep. about sticking it to the man and yeah. being like... And, and, and being a voice of a generation and, and just being rebellious as fuck. And it w- it's such a great podcast if you can ever find that. It's on Spotify. Okay. But, um, so I feel like Tom and I are kindred souls in that we're both sticking it to the man. Yeah. But just, I went to England and he took it to like New York the Bronx. City. Yeah. Whatever yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. the Bronx. Yeah. yeah.
1: Absolutely. That's but it's
0: important cool. shit to teach them these things. Yeah, it
1: is. It is. Yeah. You know, I, I, I said the other day I was at the, the mothership and yeah. you have to put the phones in the bags Yeah, you know and that gave me anxiety you know yeah. I'm like what the fuck, I need <laughs> the fuck. you know and the guy at the door is like it's Mr. Rogan's rules yeah. you know and I said no it's fine and 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 uh, but I came out of the show and I turned on my phone and I got a text from my son and he, he it was a fo- uh, uh, illustration that he drew of Eazy-E and, no way <laughs> and he drew Eazy-E and, and uh, it was you know too late for me to respond to him at that time but You know, you know, Easy E. You know, (laughs) fifteen. What what Easy E meant to me when I was fifteen, versus you know, he's just learning about him now. But I mean, that was like my my lifeblood. I mean, Public Enemy, NWA. Gangster, that ED, is so yeah. cool, and all these yeah.
0: names you say. It's only because of Tom Segura that I know. Okay, all these people you listen. To I'm you just so happy. Off.
1: You know his his Big Daddy Kane reference. You know uh, that's up, Kane. That yeah, that's when I was like, I, <laughs> that's I was when like, you dialed it. Yeah, I was like, I got this guy. <laughs> I, I know what i was saying, you know, I wouldn't yeah. have had the balls to say that, you yeah. know, to Kane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's very relatable in, yeah. in a sense. You know, if you see Big Daddy Kane, you're seeing a fucking superhero, of course. Yeah.
0: And it's so it's so funny. Like I wonder. Cause I try to stay cool, but I'm not like, who are the influences today? Like who, like, is it, ta- I know Taylor Swift, we've got that one. And okay. the, I think Taylor is kind of important to adolescent girls, to young girls. Yeah. yeah. Cause definitely. she's great for that. Right. Yeah, like expressing yeah. feelings and dating and blah, blah, blah. And then you're like.
1: I guess my window to that world is, you know, Instagram, unfortunately. Yeah, so same. I think a lot of the, 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 the shit that rises to the top with the most eyeballs on it can be filthy and vulgar and, and <coughs> pussy um,
0: dick cunt yes stuff. Yeah, yeah it's kind of basic that's kind
1: of how it goes and <laughs> but we grew up listening to too short and and the ghetto boys and, and um, you minded, gotta let your nuts hang you gotta let your nuts hang right Is i it, like you know, that one that's biz a Marquee,
0: by the way biz was just like a space alien that guy was so talented and Absolutely. just so unusual and yeah. so special
1: yeah he's on uh do, yes. it. Do, it, do, do it. Just do it. Yeah. Come oh. on, do it. They're one of the best songs ever. Yeah! yeah. and then uh, Uncheck like, Your Head, the Beastie yeah, boys. boys.
0: They got it going <laughs> on.
1: Yeah, and my wife just revealed to me the other day that she can play... Uh, uh, gratitude on the guitar. Oh! And I was like, oh, that blew my mind. That is, I didn't know you could play that.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 That song. Yeah.
1: Oh, so good. And, <laughs> so I said, you can. And she said, yeah. And I said, oh, you should play that with Xavier or whatever. And I, because I, I was in Austin when she told me. And uh, she's like, that's what I'm doing. So they had a little session where they're playing uh, the Beastie Boys. So
0: that's tough. Yeah. I yeah. love those guys. Okay, oh, yeah. remember this one? Go by the name of the king at rock, <laughs> rock. rock. Super educated, oh, I'm smarter than Spock, fox. Every time you hear me, you will agree. Ain't no blood a lot. What do say? The K R D. And it goes, oh With the echo? I'm telling oh, yeah. you. The echo,
1: the echo really echo? adds a little- <laughs>
0: <laughs> But then you Love hear it. them do it later. Yeah. It does make it in some. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's magic. Go by the name. Oh, that's, it is magic. Yeah. But even those little like slivers of hearing biz you're like that guy was rad oh yeah he sounds absolutely. like he's just on another planet absolutely
1: man. and i you know i yeah. talked to some guys from that era that grew up with biz and hung with biz and and they talk about biz and it just you know what I'm was just the so, deal so what, what so was the story jealous. there's a, actually a documentary out now i forget what it's called but it's a biz Marquee documentary i watched it it was dope dope footage from from that era the 80s and everything um you know he's just a really unique guy that loved hip-hop and loves loves collecting records loves collecting mm-hmm. rarities and and i just uh one day my my man will C, who's a good friend of mine he's a producer and a record collector guy he he traded records with biz Marquee and and biz Marquee sent him a song back an original song as a gift just where he's rapping about Will C. Stop. And And to this day, it still blows my fucking mind. And I'm like, how can I get involved with that song? It already exists, but he never said my name. And <laughs> I'm Damn. trying to, no, but it was just such a g- gift for him to to do that for Will, just on the strength of them collecting tapes, like radio shows from WBLS in 1984. Like these things have a lot of value, these cassettes and and Will has them all. He's an aficionado of all that stuff. And there was a few gaps in business collection that Will could fill. and. Is hit him with his own song. It was great.
0: That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I remember that shit taping songs off the radio. Absolutely. They're like, yeah. oh my god, what's that song? I had to do it. I, I did it with Salt and Pepper with Push It. Oh, yeah. Um, I was like sixth grade. I came out and, and we were like, what is this song? Like, so Recorded. Yeah. Like, what are they talking about? What yeah. the fuck <laughs> is this about, dude? Like, yeah. And LL Cool J. And, yep. and just, yeah, all these influences. There's, yeah.
1: And god that's the damn. only way we could replay them really is on a cassette at that time, I think. Right?
0: Yeah, there's something good about. Not having a whole lot of choice. Didn't we talking about this on your mom's house? Where you're like, I got this album. Yeah, I'm just gonna listen to it like 500 times because.
1: Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, I have to
0: go deep on it. Absolutely, Dana Dane,
1: a rapper from you know the mid '80s, he put out this album called Dana Dane with Fame. I'm pretty sure that was the name of it, but it was an eight song album, and I really loved three of the songs at the beginning but I learned to love all eight because that was the only tape I had for a long time (laughs) and it it stayed in rotation and I was like oh okay I know this one backwards and forwards because I had to wait a couple weeks for another tape to come out because there were so many you could name every artist that was putting out records at that time there weren't so many We're we're on Spotify where they say there's like 60,000 new songs uploaded a day
0: maybe that's why this is funny this is interesting we're talking about this as music because this might be what started my love of comedy because growing up you know, we had cable television and if you recall, you know, they played the same five fucking movies every day. So I mem I mean I studied and memorized comedy movies, not just yeah. watched them. Revenge of the Nerds, I can fucking do yeah. by heart. Uh you Ghostbusters yeah. yeah we've got bush yeah. uh ghostbusters i can do verbatim spaceballs coming to america is yeah. probably the most perfect <laughs> comedy ever fucking yeah. made yeah. yeah and they play multiple characters in that mm-hmm. you've got arsenio hall who's young and gifted and of course eddie murphy and yeah. man oh it's great james earl jones yeah to go to and like you know, you think about the repetition of watching these movies on cable, and I think this was part of my comedy education—is like learning the timing and and how to say the lines and oh, symmetrical yeah. book stacking, just like the Philadelphia case in 1964. <laughs> you're right, right? No human being can stack books like this. Like just, <laughs> Listen, yeah. you know, because yeah. I, I I wanted to be inside of these movies so right. badly. You know, yeah. fuck man. Yeah. But you're doing That's... that with your comic books and with oh, your. Yeah. Yeah. Your music and I was watching uh Spaceballs and Ghostbusters.
1: Oh, I was too. I know Spaceballs too. Barf. is like chewy. Barf! Yeah. And, and uh, <laughs> that was a great Cove Darth the great Desert. Yeah. Combed, yeah, yeah, we ain't found shit. shit. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. that was that was the golden God, golden day. That was so funny. Uh, yeah. And as you said, Ghostbusters it's Fuck. I always think about Ghostbusters when it came out at the same time as uh Beat Street, and we had a. a I'm sorry, try, is that
0: Breaking Two Electric Boogaloo?
1: <laughs> that's a sequel to Breaking. Right, Jeez, Beat Street I'll, is what? It's another movie about b boy. T- yeah, it is. They came out around. she's now 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 I'm like confused as to which movie it was. But it was a Look movie. Look it up. It, okay, Breaking
0: was the, probably my favorite. But and but, then Beat Street.
1: Yeah, Beat Street, King of the Beat. There, there was a a time where we could go to the movies, and my father took me, and it was Ghostbusters or it was Breaking. And
0: shit.
1: And yeah, whichever, it was either Beat Street or Breakin' that came out the same time as Ghostbusters. And I chose Beat Street or Breakin'. And that's when I my that's, path that
0: was you could have that's gone right. comedy I, I I and you went hip-hop, <laughs> <I> went hip-hop. <laughs> oh how funny <laughs>
1: but i still met you here oh how funny and, yeah uh... we well, still
0: here now that's interesting because had there been like a female mc like some dorky white girl yeah maybe i could have been like oh my god but yeah. i'm not a rapper my heart is in comedy
1: well you you have made a rap song <sighs> uh, it's terrible know? but no yeah. no no it's not i love yeah. she's good
0: yeah. maybe i'll try again we'll see yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Anyway, I'm so glad you came here. Yeah. I, what a fun! I can't believe we just had like the most amazing podcast ever just now.
1: Oh, thank. I. I, th- I mean, you definitely drove the ship, but I'm I'm happy to be no, here. No, you're
0: too humble. about no. your talents. <laughs> you're so fucking humble. Stop it. <laughs> no, Stop it, oh, guys. I'm
1: not humble. You I, are. I. well, ask my wife. <laughs> 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 she thinks I'm an ego maniac now. Um. But thanks. Yeah, you're the best, guys. Uh,
0: Artificial Intelligence. It's out um, December 1st. Get it for Christmas. Where can people buy this album? Where should they buy it?
1: They buy it at at the vinyl version at uh, tons of... Independent record stores all around the country, especially soundtracks in Beverly, Mass., which is Seven L's record store. You can get hey. it there, um, but you know you can obviously stream it on um, Spotify and Apple and all those good places. But by the vinyl, yeah, yeah, by the vinyl. I would love to say, yeah, you just go over to Tower Records and get it. But I know I think you got to go to Japan for Tower Records now. There's just one left standing, if I'm not That's mistaken. A lot.
0: Do you know yeah. I just bought a turntable and I I listen to records now and I rebought yeah. all my goth and punk records. Like I just bought the Damned. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. oh, and the circle jerks. I'm showing my nice. kids that. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. That's... <laughs> That's great. It's all all good shit. All good
0: shit. All right. I love you. Thank you for being here.
1: I love you too. I bet you can't
0: wait to (laughs) pet those dogs.
1: I can't. I gotta gotta, hug uh, those babies uh, and give your wife a kiss. Absolutely. You've
0: been in Austin now for a few days. You're ready to go home.
1: Yep. I'm going to bring your COVID home with me and uh, we'll be good to go. It's
0: not COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Allergies. God. I'm I'm just kidding. Uh, All right. (laughs) I love you. Thank you for listening. Um, Subscribe to the show. And then until uh, next time, stay cool moms. Bye.
1: Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at?
0: Where my mom's at podcast! With Christina P.